3: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So he's been at least my go-to guy throughout this whole pandemic. The guy I think has been the most honest and uh, the most right at predicting things. Doctor Scott Gottlieb on Face the Nation yesterday.
3: Italy is looking at a lockdown over over Easter because of what they're seeing. Should we anticipate that's what's going to happen here?
4: Yeah, through this whole pandemic, we've been about maybe three, four weeks behind Europe. So we've used Europe as a barometer of what's going to happen in the United States. I think the tables have turned and I think we're ahead of Europe because we're vaccinating so much more aggressively. Eastern Europe looks very bad right now. Italy looks bad. But I think the UK is, in, uh, the U.S. is in a much different situation uh, through a combination of the fact that we have a lot of prior infection, So there's immunity in the population from prior infection. And we've now vaccinated 25 percent of adults. We're vaccinating probably about 1.5 to 2 million new people. People a day. Um, we vaccinated about 65 percent of those above the age of 65, about 75 percent, almost 75 percent this week above those of those above the age of 75. And we're seeing the, the, the benefits of that. A 96 percent reduction in nursing homes. We've had very good penetration with the vaccine. So I think we're in a different situation than Europe because of the vaccine induced immunity that we're getting into the population.
0: One of the reasons we want to pay that is some people are going play that is some people are going with the headline of uh Europe is really bad right now. They're locking down Italy. They might do Paris this week. Germany's getting hit hard and uh and him saying and so far uh, the United States has been about 2 weeks behind Europe and then they cut it off. That's he- what I read this <laughs> morning this morning and it freaked me out, which is unfair cuz his next statement is but I think that's different now. So yeah. Uh, yeah. it's the opposite of what it would be portrayed
5: oh, as God, the ju- the journalism today. Oh, speaking of which, we're going to be talking to one of our favorite journalists, Deborah Saunders, uh, who's hanging up her spurs. Interestingly enough, she's the White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Why did she wear spurs? Did she? It's kind of a statement of style. Hair it a whip, chaps,
0: the whole thing. Wow. Did not yeah. know these things.
5: So a couple of uh, uh, vaccine pieces of news, j and is having production problems. And so I was trying to hit up my CVS, uh, to go and get the JJ vaccine because it's the one timer, uh, which appealed to me for obvious reasons.
0: Who gives um, it to you at the CVS? Just like the, the same clerk that's stocking the candy bars? Chet. Yeah.
6: They hired
5: him exactly. last week. Yeah. Exactly. He, uh, if there's, uh, the Shoals, uh, foot stink, uh, powders <laughs> out, he, he puts more in there. Then he gives you a shot. Anyway. No, seriously. Uh,
0: do they have professional jabbers
5: there? <laughs> I, I think you can train people to jab pretty quickly.
6: Uh, they have pharmacies there. Yeah, but the a pharmacist doesn't give shots. But, uh,
0: sure, they sure that yeah, you can get flu shots at uh, your, yeah. your your various pharmacies. Who's yeah. giving it to you?
5: The, the, the amateur jabbers. The <laughs> yeah, Sean. Right. The uh, you know uh, get, get hey Jimmy, you mind jabbing
0: people? No, I'll do it. I'm pretty certain you go through pharmacy school. They don't tell you how to give injections. Oh. Hey, he's
6: kind of squeeze the arm. I've seen the, the footage on the TV five million times. I'm pretty sure I could do it. They're just watching a YouTube video on how-to while they're doing it to you. It's fine. I do that stuff when I'm cooking.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's easy. Uh, so anyway, uh, J&J with some production problems, so it's getting hard to find that one. So I'm just going to break down and get one of the other ones. Uh, AstraZeneca, uh, they've suspended it in Germany because they've had a couple of blood clotting problems. But, uh, it brings that me to sounds one like of my
0: the planet Mandalorian was supposed to drop Baby Yoda off at.
5: AstraZeneca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, people keep sending us this article from one of your Alterna freaking websites. Some lady got the, the shot and died later that day. And, and I, I don't want to be mean because you're trying to help us by sending it. And I appreciate the spirit of it. But we've given out something like 25 million vaccines. Okay. And, and I think it's like the 12 million of the kind that this lady got. If you take 12 million people, one of them's going to drop dead today.
0: Are you sure they died of the the vaccine? No, of course not. Because I thought the stat, the the stat I heard today or yesterday was so far nobody has died from getting the vaccine. No, I mean
5: you could have a serious allergic reaction if you're not aware you're allergic to some of the ingredients, but it's extremely rare. And th- the fact that somebody died doesn't prove anything it doesn't mean anything people just don't understand statistics likelihood
0: now somebody sent me a text earlier saying my parents will be fine when they get their second shot which i think they're due for this week maybe um the older you are because your immune system is not as strong, the older you are, the less reaction you have to the shot. I didn't know that. Have you heard that? Uh, you, that's interesting. My dad
5: just got a second shot, and he was fine. No reaction. Yeah. Uh, because the reaction is your immune system, you know, calling out the dogs. And coming. Releasing to, the hounds.
0: And come to think of it, any any anecdotal evidence I've heard about from people who got kind of sick are younger people.
5: Mm interesting well i'm very young and vital everybody knows oh, that about me so by looking at you i'll probably thank you but i'll uh, i'll probably have some pretty significant side effects on the other hand i feel crappy most days so i don't <laughs> i don't really think it'll get my attention
0: god dang it i'll, I'll keep this short but i'm living what 90 percent of people who ever lose weight have lived hmm. and it's just such a relatable um and an unfortunate fact of the way weight loss and gain goes I lost about 15 pounds. I was on the track. I was killing it. I was every day. I was so dedicated. I slipped off barely and just can't get back in the groove. Just like happens to, like I said, 90% of people who ever lose weight. You got it going on, and then something happens. Birthday party, give in one day, whatever, and then you're off track, and the next thing you know, you're heavier than when you started. And that happens to practically everybody. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost a certainty with losing weight. Now he's inflating like a beach ball, folks. Yeah, if they ever figure out a way to avoid that, that'll be a that drug will will go up, fly off the shelves.
5: Yeah, I've stayed below my. What's the matter with you, you idiot? Wait, now for about nine months, I'm pretty happy. I'm thinking this is just where I live. I'm
0: fatter than I ought to be. That's what I thought. Thinner as, than I could be. That's <laughs> what I thought. As of a couple of weeks ago, I thought you've been doing this for nine months. I think this is just your new lifestyle. Yes. And,
6: whoops.
5: Oh
0: damn it! Yeah. Whatever. That's disappointing. And it happens to everyone.
5: Well, in the midst of uh, this world with crappy, crappy journalism... I might and... become
0: suspender guy if I'm going to go heavier than I was, even was before, because usually you end up heavier than where you started. I'm going to wear the big, loose pants, but the suspenders <laughs> the suspenders keep them from falling down around my ankles. Yes, but that will you have the
5: suspenders going vertically, or are they going to bend around your big old belly? <laughs> oh,
0: jeez. Bendy suspender guy. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The suspenders uh-huh. that are kind of on your sides here—I'll <laughs> be that guy. Let yourself go. That's talk. all right. I like the idea of the loose-fitting pants held up by suspenders. I'll bet that's crazy comfortable. Oh yeah? Are you kidding? And a loose shirt. shirt? Yeah, you know, you don't know, have that belt digging in India into your muffin top. Who,
5: <laughs> who wants that? It's no terrible. Nobody wants it. it. Why can't we admit it? Let's just say it. Men, women, young, old—it's uncomfortable.
0: I'm gonna have suspender pants right up here, yes. Way north of my navel. Oh, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, that sound. The more I think about it, that that with some slip-on <laughs> shoes. I'm what sort of shirt look, you gonna
4: go with?
5: Wife beater, probably.
0: Short-sleeve dress, button-up shirt. Yes, I think. But loose. and then slip-on shoes. God, that sounds comfortable. Straw hat. <laughs> <laughs>
5: One step away from a moo moo. I got I got the whole
0: look planned Straw out. Straw hat. Yeah. You're a country bumpkin. That yeah, was, exactly. That would fit. Yeah, I like that. God, I'm Tell kind of excited what. about it now. I'm stopping at Arby's <laughs> on the way home. I got my whole look <laughs> planned out.
6: Oh, straw in beautiful. the mouth or not? Like the not like a drinking straw, but you know, like the the bluegrass sort of straws. I like the. I like that look. Yeah, you take it out when you
0: got to make a point. You know, the thing is, <laughs> oh, please, <laughs> I'm begging you to do this. <laughs>
5: Deborah J. Saunders, fabulous journalist and an even better person. We're going to chat with her. She's uh, leaving the White House behind. Stay tuned.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: press correspondent do when the president has no press conferences? That's a pretty good question. Um, the president is now at well into record territory for being a new president without having a press conference.
5: Yeah, still got the uh, the press briefing sure. there in the in the basement room, but. Uh, one of our favorite journalists and uh, one of our favorite people in the industry, Deborah J. Saunders, who uh, for recently has been the Las Vegas Review-Journal's White House correspondent for going on like five years, I guess, uh, is uh, hanging up her spurs. It's a curious uh, accessory for a, a woman reporter to wear spurs, but Deborah J. joins us now. Hi, Deborah. How are you? fine how are you doing we're good you know we've been meaning to chat with you and it's been too long uh, but i was kind of surprised to hear that you're you're calling it good you're going to stop being the white house
3: correspondent what gives what's up it's a burnout job i mean there are not a lot of people in their 60s who cover the white house right and four years is a really long time so uh i just thought i'd try i thought i'd try to cover joe biden uh people said it'd be so much easier but i you know i still wasn't i still wasn't done from the burnout of covering trump and i just wasn't enjoying it
0: well that that's perfectly <laughs> good reason and that, got, can, that can that happen with any job
3: yeah so um but you know i mean it is it's a uh, it's a it, it, he, there's no easy president to follow let me just say that uh so while it there's less chaos involved with covering joe biden it's still He's still a president. He's still making a lot of policy changes. He's doing a lot of things. He's got a new team. Breaking in a new uh, team was, was not high on my list. So, so well, well we
0: so you're the perfect person to ask this, though, because I haven't been real concerned about the fact that Joe Biden hasn't had a press conference yet, because, you know, just because that's the way presidents did it for a long time doesn't mean it'll continue forever. Um, times have changed trump didn't have press conferences but he'd stand there outside the airplane and answer questions for two hours um do do you think this is a big
3: deal or or not well i think it's it it, it's it speaks to the fact that everyone who watches this white house thinks that they're trying to keep joe biden away from the press as much as possible because because he's old (laughs) <laughs> because Fair he doesn't enough. seem to be really as sharp as he could seem because he stumbles on his words because he, he just is, he's not exuberant. And I, and it seems pretty clear to me that they've figured out that it's just better to limit his exposure. They'll do a press conference. Let's say after 60, they said they'll do in this month. Right. And then they'll extend it out longer and they'll extend it out longer again because he just, uh, there is, and we, as you recall, during the campaign, he would do these press briefings, and he would just call on four or five people. His staff told him who to call on. It was just done in a way that showed that they really want to micromanage every uh, exchange that they have with the press, and that's just not, you know, that's to- totally the opposite of Donald Trump, where you never knew when he was going to talk to the press, and at times he would talk forever.
5: Cardi B managed to land an interview with the president. Are you quitting just because you're jealous, Deborah? Be honest now. <laughs> you that wish you were as good it. a journalist as Cardi B? <laughs>
3: that was, yeah. That's true. She has had more access to Joe Biden than I have. So
5: Slightly more goes. serious question. What do you think of Jen Psaki as a uh, White House uh, press secretary?
3: So um, when when you all reached out to me, you wanted to know, like, how were they different? And. Uh, Donald Trump has high turnover. He went through four press secretaries in four years. And none of the people who were his press secretary could you imagine being a press secretary for any other president. Jen Psaki, you could imagine working for a lot of Democrats. And this is sort of, you know, this is the, the, this is a much more organizational White House. Uh, and so, she, you know, she's obviously, she feels her job is to manage information in a way that is positive to Joe Biden. And that's what she does. Well, so that
0: gets to my the ultimate question then about whether this matters or not. So they, Joe Biden is not having press conferences because it's so old, and they're afraid he'll have an old moment. I get that completely, but in terms of the nation getting information it needs from the uh, head of the executive branch, are are we just getting it through Jen Psaki and so everything is fine in terms of finding out what we need to know? Yeah,
3: I mean, I, I'm sure that that's the way they would argue it, and. There's some truth to that. I mean, if you want to know what the policies are going to be. Now, famously, one time um, the president was talking about how he wanted to have schools that, uh, right. operational. And then she said that meant that could mean, you know, most schools being open one day a week, and then uh, Joe Biden had to take that back. Uh, so you're going to see things like that happening. But I think, you know, policies can come out other ways. So Kamala Harris is out there talking a lot. And I think that you're just going to see, uh, I think I think they've decided that uh, Joe Biden is just somebody who comes across best the, the more he's managed and choreographed, and that's what they're going to do. And by the way, the way he appears in public doesn't necessarily mean that he's not behind the scenes, you know, leading everything. Sure. It, uh, it, so, so I, I mean, I I know a lot of people are highly skeptical about him. But, you know, it could be that... I remember um, he came to the San Francisco Chronicle when I worked there. It was 2007. And the whole hour, he kept saying Iran when he met Iraq. He's always had these little language glitches where he says things wrong.
0: 2007 was 14 years ago.
3: (laughs) That's right. He he has issues in Mm -hmm. how he communicates, and he always has. And... uh, one thing I find about getting older is often things that are issues for you become bigger issues as you age. Mm. So I think that they're, you know, they figured out that they're, they just have, they, they, don't, they don't have to explain as much the less they have them out there doing that. So they'll do it at some point. The question really won't be when does he do the press conference. The question is how many people does he call them?
5: Deborah J. Saunders at the Las Vegas Review Journal on the line. You know, to Jack's question, which I think is a really good question, I, I think it does matter because your press secretary is an unshameless spinmeister, says all <laughs> sorts of stuff, or I'll have to get back to you, and, and, and then it's, it's a bullcrap fest. Whereas the president, if the president answers the question, makes a statement, you know, that's the president speaking. It's like if I sent my kids to ask my wife why she's mad at me. It's just different. <laughs>
0: That's not a bad idea. I might start doing that.
5: Yeah. Anyway, so uh Deborah, we just we just have another minute or so. Uh you have any idea what you're going to do now? You, sports pages, uh classified ads? <laughs> do those
3: still exist? I'm I'm, sleep. I'm I'm really just trying to catch up on my sleep. Um I just haven't slept well in 4 years. <laughs> so, so, I'm just trying to relax and then I'll come back and and look at things, but um I just really hit a point where I just needed to take a break. Hmm.
5: Deborah J. Saunders, one of the good ones. It's a shame to see you uh, hanging up your pen there, or your typewriter, or keyboard. But it's great to talk to you. We wish you well.
3: Thank you. Thank you. So I've always loved doing the show. and I hear from people all the time who love, you know, love your show so much, and I get why. Cool. Oh, well, thank That's you. Nice. Okay. So,
5: so you hang around dumb people. That's nice. <laughs> That's great. I kid. I kid. We'll, we'll talk soon, Deborah. Best wishes. Okay. I'm kidding. I would not insult the audience like that. That would be career suicide to do that. I would not do that.
0: We we're talking on Friday about Matt Taibbi, a Rolling Stone and Substack a liberal journalist who says the journalists now are doing suf, such a softball treatment of President Biden. I mean just he compared it to the Soviet Union where all the headlines are just so ridiculous and I just you know as we get more of our old school journalists headed out and more young people headed in I think we're going to get more of that not less mm, yummy yummy boot licking
3: Armstrong and Getty
7: Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for-product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. I finally got a new phone.
0: Um, I missed the thumb button on this phone, though. I liked the thumb recognition button, so now I got the facial recognition, and it doesn't mm. recognize me when I have a mask on mm. so, yeah I, uh, is is it this supposedly better The facial recognition
5: you know uh, my wife has the facial thing, and i don't I don't know it's okay. I have a new MacBook. it wants my index finger, not my thumb. What's wrong with my thumb? I'd rather I use got my used to my thumb. <laughs>
6: I'd rather use my finger, but anyway, it's their first world problem. Well, because in the 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 prior way, if somebody really wanted into your phone, you're just out of thumb. Right. Now, if somebody wants into your phone, you're out of face. They got to
0: cut off my entire yeah, face.
6: That sounds way worse.
0: Now, that's a very Hannibal sort of thing to do. Yeah. Um. So I got two different. You can have two different faces in your phone. So I got the uh, unhatted, unglassed me, and then I've got me with uh, glasses and a hat. So it hmm. will work for both of those, but I don't have with a mask. So if I've got a mask on, my phone won't open up. Could could you do like you and your wife? On one phone? I think yeah. so.
5: Or is it two versions of your face? I, think, I don't I mean, know. How would know. the phone know?
0: I don't actually know. Um, <clears throat> Came across this over the weekend. Uh, more stupidity with the whole royal family thing. Oh, we mentioned earlier that Meghan Markle, in theory, is talking to Democratic heavyweights about running for president. And that she's interested in that. Okay.
5: Holy crap. Is she just an egomaniac who believes the world is hanging on her every word?
0: But some people were justifying her lashing out at the royal family with Oprah for the way she was treated in the press. Okay. And maybe you've seen some of these. They are pretty funny. How Kate Middleton, William's wife, was treated by the press doing exactly the same thing as Meghan Markle. And some of the Uh examples are hilarious. For instance, this headline when Kate Middleton got married versus Meghan Markle. Kate Middleton's homegrown bouquet of lily of the valley follows royal code. Then a picture of Meghan Markle on her wedding day with her flowers. Royal wedding. How Meghan Markle's flowers may have put Princess Charlotte's life at risk. Same publication. Same story. Really hilarious. Wow. (laughs) Uh, This is a good one. Not long to go. Pregnant Kate tenderly cradles her baby bump while wrapping up her royal duties ahead of maternity leave. And William confirms she's due any minute now. Meghan Markle doing exactly the same thing, same publication. Why can't Meghan Markle keep her hands off her bump? Experts tackle the question that has the nation talking. Is it pride, vanity, acting, or a New Age bonding technique? So, do you think the British... That is hilarious. Is it racism, or did the British press just decide it'd be more
5: entertaining to have the princess be a villain this time?
0: I don't think it's racism. (laughs) I I think for whatever reason, they don't like her. I think the fact that she's a commoner... The way she is bothers her. An American I think an that American bothers them
6: divorcee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this Obviously was, evil. I don't know if you were getting to this one, Jack, but this was my favorite. Kate's morning sickness cure. Prince William gifted with an avocado for pregnant duchess. Same uh same operation. Meghan Markle's beloved avocado linked to human rights abuse and drought, millennial shame. <laughs>
0: oh my god. How hilarious is that god, So the they're fact, working pretty hard. So the fact that she eats avocados, uh, you know, you get she's on the hook for the human rights abuses and the avocado trade. <laughs> Whereas for for uh Kate Middleton, it was just cool that her husband gave her an avocado it's for a morning. Sweet sickness. morning sickness cure. <laughs> I mean, that's just, you almost, that's almost parody It's so far. It's almost The Onion, it's so over the top.
5: Right. It's a really good illustration, though, of what the media can do if they decide to do it. How, that it nice. So much of this is in the eye of the beholder, and you can take a negative uh, point of view or a positive one.
0: So I know you got some Chauvin stuff I want to hear. I, this was on the front page of the USA Today about the COVID, still f- flying blind a year later. Um, about how much stuff we still don't know about COVID and that sort of thing. But 20% of people sick enough to go to the hospitals end up in the ICU. So if you're sick enough from COVID to end up in the hospital, one out of five times you end up in the ICU. So it's a big deal to be sick enough to need hospitalization. Although, Mm -hmm. worth noting that all the vaccines that are out there, 100% keep you away from ending up in the hospital or dead. Yeah. Which is worth knowing.
5: I just want to get my jabbing. I just—I think you got to like stay up at midnight and wait till they release the new appointments, and then you know, quick type real fast. And I don't know what the hell—I'm busy. I need people to do this for me, or I need somebody to come to this. Wouldn't like when you get your flu shot. Somebody come to the radio ranch and jab me. If you're wearing a lab coat or scrubs or something, that's fine. Let's get to jab. <laughs> might be heroin. Might be the vaccine.
0: Well, since we were essential workers, shouldn't we be higher on some list?
5: You would think so, wouldn't? It? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Derek Chauvin uh, trial, Chauvin, Chauvin, uh, the cop kneeling on George Floyd. I think we all know this. Uh, the, the names at this point. Um, some of the strategies are emerging, and some of the legal questions. I'm more into this than the average person. I think. Um, but they're wrangling with the judge, the lawyers are, over whether the prosecution can bring up the fact that he invoked his right to remain silent. Like immediately. He made no statements other than the very basics. Um, and they think that makes him look guilty, which is crazy. That's, that's you shouldn't think that. Um, but they're arguing no, about whether I the have prosecution the right to re- can bring that up.
0: No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm going to use my right to remain silent if I'm innocent. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So I talked to a lawyer.
5: Yeah, let's see. Uh, The prosecutor said Chauvin requested an attorney who arrived and advised him to remain silent. They're
0: saying saying this about Chauvin. For some reason, I was thinking about George Floyd at the time when they said, but either way, same thing. Um, No, no, no. You're in a complicated legal situation. Stay silent.
5: Yeah, don't give the government anything. Uh, Let's see, because they're going to use it against you. Uh, he implied that Chauvin didn't say anything then or later. Uh, he requested an attorney. And uh, the judge declined to issue a ruling saying, "He think about it, he'll deal with it when it comes up at trial. Um But he questioned whether Chauvin, because he was a police officer, was afforded additional legal protections because he was aware he was involved in a critical incident before he arrived there at City Hall where the statements were taken. And so anyway, they're going to argue about that. They're also arguing about the spark of life witnesses, which is kind of a fairy dust term, but it's under Minnesota legal statutes. It allows family or friends to be called to stand before the verdict deliberations in an attempt to humanize the victim. You say he was a nice fellow, he loved his kids, you could count on him in a pinch, that sort of thing. Um, And several uh, close associates and relatives are going to do that. Here's the interesting part, though. Um, The judge, whose name is Cahill, said he's going to tightly control it. He's got a hard line on what they can say about Floyd. He will allow family and friends to speak about how much they loved him, but said if they stray into talking about his character, it would open the door for Chauvin's attorneys to introduce evidence that's so far have been ruled inadmissible, like Floyd's criminal history. Interesting, Mr. Floyd, in my in this case, is entitled to have the jury realize he was a human being. He was loved. He had a family. I agree with all of that, said the judge. But the judge said he was specifically concerned about descriptions of Floyd as a gentle giant, and barred the witnesses from saying that it may be true. Said the judge. But as soon as you start getting into propensity for violence or propensity for peacefulness, I think we're then we're getting into character evidence, and then that does open the door for the defense. How would it not? Kale said you can't do
0: do it for one guy and not the other.
5: Right. Oh yeah. Exactly. Well, and and whether Floyd was a dangerous guy who needed to be kept under wraps. If you say he's a gentle giant, then the defense attorney can say uh, he beat the hell out of people on a number of occasions, so uh, the officer was justified in keeping his knee on the neck. Cale said he would probably allow those witnesses to address Floyd's struggle with opioid addiction. Chauvin's defenses argued that Floyd died of a drug overdose and underlying health conditions, not from the pressure of the officer's knee, and argued such testimony would allow them to present their own testimony about Floyd's drug abuse, uh, an issue the judge said, I'll take it up at trial. Hmm, I think not- this is going to be really interesting to follow f- from a legal perspective and the ins and outs of the specifics, and then it's going to be so terribly twisted. On the evening news and in the newspapers, it's going to be unrecognizable, but I'm looking forward to following it.
0: As a layman, I don't know, do I need to know about his history of struggling with the drug as opposed to just he was on it that day? Does that make any difference that he had a history of struggling with it? You know, that's a good point.
5: If I I I have have a drug overdose, what the hell does it matter what happened five
0: years ago? doesn't matter if it's the first time you ever did it or the hundredth time. You either had too much in you or not.
5: Oh, yeah, and I almost forgot the uh, the defense attorney is trying to get the trial moved now because they just announced Minneapolis is settling with George Floyd's family for $27 million Woo-wee. in a wrongful death uh, suit. That's and a lot of money chatting off the air. I mean, a settlement doesn't mean you're admitting anything. It just means this would be cheaper than the trial. Uh, but 90% of America, they hear, oh, they settled wrongful death. That means they recognize it was wrongful death. So can you imagine you're on trial in a city that just gave somebody $27 million that implies to 90% of the population you're guilty? <laughs> That's a hell of a place to have your trial.
0: Is there a reason for not moving controversial trials like this? Uh, well, yeah. I mean. Is it unfair to one side or the other? Yeah, and I think there's
5: there's the feel that you ought you to do stuff in the community where the stuff happened and, and where that makes from. Sense. And yeah, you can't ship everything off to some distant place. Um, that's an interesting question. I wonder what the judge is going to say. Because that's, you know, all uh, all defense attorneys want the venue changed.
0: They do? Uh, How come?
5: Well, just because if, if somebody is perceived to be a bad person, guilty, a criminal... You just, you don't gain anything by having it in the hometown. You can sense from the coverage and what you hear at the local diner how people view your client. And if you can take it to a completely neutral venue, you just, you want to do that. Mm. It's like the opposite of a home field advantage. Gotcha. Yeah, At least, you know, and if you're a defense attorney, please, I realize that was a childlike answer, and uh, you can do a hell of a lot better. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's the email address, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: They got, I think, about a half dozen jurors out of 12 so far, or do you need, how do you mean, do you need 14? Yeah, I think
5: they they were up to 7 Friday afternoon. You need a dozen plus lots of alternates because in a trial it's probably going to be long and controversial and people are freaking unable to not post to social media. You're inevitably going to have a couple of jurors on Facebook saying, I tell you what, he looks guilty to me.
0: Okay, well, if you need more than 12, then it could take the full three weeks they were uh, suggesting if they've got about six or seven so far. Um, But when they start... The trial, it's going to be on court TV all day, every day, and I don't know if it's going to become a national phenomenon to watch it. I don't know if we still do that sort of thing or or not. But
5: Yeah, it's going to be streaming. I I hope I can capture it somehow, because I'll bet it will be while we're on the air a lot.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, text line, as Joe mentioned, four one five two nine five 295 kftc I think Andrew Cuomo is going to survive based on some what play, Based on some poll matters. And
2: I truly and deeply oh, apologize well, first for
0: of, First of all, as you could hear there, he was really broken up over what he's being accused of. <laughs> And secondly, the poll numbers are uh, not that bad for him, really. So that and some other stuff next.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: I think an impeachment proceeding will begin, and I think he will be impeached, and perhaps right before that he'll decide to resign. That's probably the most likely outcome right now, but i got to tell you something. He should resign right now because he's holding up our effort to fight COVID. He's literally in the way of us saving lives right now.
0: Stay or go doesn't make any difference to me, but Governor Cuomo in New York is uh, is, uh, fighting it. And staying, even though his staff is not showing up to the governor's house anymore, all the Democrats have turned on him. They've stripped him of his COVID emergency powers. He can't really do anything. Um, uh, the- and
2: I truly and deeply uh-huh. apologize for it.
0: Senator Gillibrand said he's got to go. Uh, well, heck, Schumer, the... You know, top guy in the Senate now said he's got to go. So the yeah. the heaviest Democrats outside of Biden in America have said he's got to go, and he's hanging on. Why might be the polling poll came out today, almost 50 percent approval rating Um, because he was really? the, he was in the high 60s a month or so ago. He's still at almost 50 percent approval rating, and he's at over 55 percent of people who say he shouldn't resign.
5: Wow. So even after killing all those old people, he's he's got a not underwater on. Overwater approval rating That's crazy to me. what does it take? I tell you, go back kill some more old people there uh Andy what does it take That's crazy
0: Why would you want why would you hang on though I said I don't understand power. I've never had any and I don't lust for it. but why would you hang on? Why so you get to be governor for a couple of more years you you're never going to be anything above that. I don't know if he was ever actually seriously thinking about running for president. Or is he so delusional he thinks that's still out there as a possibility?
5: You know, I don't know. Maybe it's the whole uh, you're down 12 points with 12 seconds to go in the basketball game. You just make your opponent work as hard as they can, as you can make them. So
0: that you can what, though? I don't know. Just tire them out. If you can't beat them, exhaust them. No, 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 no. But so ultimately you get to be governor? Who cares? I don't even understand why he wants to stay governor. If nobody likes him, nobody's showing up to work. All the, everybody's against him. I mean, what what enjoyment would there be out of there? I would think he's picturing himself
5: being the comeback kid. You know, have a few dark days, but then he rallies. He gets the economy up and running. The vaccines in the arms and New York is it forges ahead.
0: Old, what's his name, Mister Blackface, there in uh, Virginia, Northam? Yeah, he lasted. I would have never guessed that he would have lasted. Yeah. Well, he's a Democrat. But the I assume Cuomo's wealthy. Um. Uh, so it's not, it's not for the money. No, he can't possibly be wealthy. His uh, father was in public service, <laughs> and so was he. For 40 ah, years. How, I kid. <laughs> how would you end up wealthy if you've been in public service uh, for 40 years, and so was your uh, your family? Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. I don't know. I just don't understand what keeps these people around. Everybody hates you. Leave. Of course they yeah, don't, but, according to the approval rating. Politics is a fight. It's always a fight. It's always been a oh. fight. So he's thinking, you know, to, so what? She got me down. You don't have me out. I know there's something else I wanted to mention here. Um, Keep
5: fighting the lapel.
0: So the Washington Post had this story yesterday. New York's vaccine czar calling county officials to gauge their loyalty to the embattled Cuomo. That was in the oh, Washington yeah. Post. So yeah, he was having their vac- he was having their vaccine person call around to every county with the counties thinking the suggestion was, Are you loyal to Cuomo? You get your vaccine. If you're not, you don't. Wow. Brutal. I'd say... Admit me, chorus, to this history.
5: Who, prologue-like, your humble patience pray, gently to hear, kindly to judge, the final thoughts of Armstrong and
4: Getty.
0: I like that one a lot. It's one of my all-time favorites, but we need more of them. Submit at uh, our email, or however you submit these sorts of things. Your yeah, idea. By, by a
5: mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Your introduction to final thoughts. Yeah, and it can be anything. Just keep it short. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Pressing the buttons in the control room, our technical director, Michael. Michael.
1: Yeah, my final thought is aimed at people in their 20s. Now, this outfit, suspenders, big pants, sandals, and socks, seems horrifying to you right now. But in 25, 30 years, you're going to love it. That's true.
5: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Positive Sean, our producer, has a final thought. Sean?
6: Two quick movie notes. Uh, Oscar noms came out today. Uh, the Sound of Metal, about a drummer who loses his hearing, uh, it sounds really awesome. It got nominated for a bunch of stuff. I'm going to try to check that one out. A uh, non-awards movie, Zack Snyder's director's cut of the Justice League, is now officially released. He was removed from the original project. I will watch this today. It is clocking in, at no joke, four hours and two minutes long. Whoa! Mm, that's plenty A four hour movie About Batman and Superman Wow <laughs>
5: Normally halfway through a movie I need a, a pee break I might need a, a no, number two break as well for that movie.
6: <laughs> oh, That's what?
5: long What? Jack, hey, everybody get down th- for that? <laughs> What? <laughs> do you have a final thought for us?
0: What? <laughs> I thought you were going to say a meal or a nap What? 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 That's my final thought <laughs> oh boy.
5: Uh, My final thought is You cannot buy Dr. Seuss on Amazon But you can buy Mein Kampf and the anarchist's cookbook In the communist manifesto F.U. Jeff Bezos
0: What we learned today is Joe can't go more than three hours In a 24 hour period without a BM what? Apparently <laughs> four hours into five minutes. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
5: So many people who thank so little time go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of great clicks for you under hot links. Check them out.
0: See you tomorrow. God bless America. That is the climax of foolishness. Can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? Okay. Cheer, boo, yay, game over. Let's go home. Get away from here. Get. Get. I thought. Everything was over. So let's just dispense with that fundamental, foundationally nonsense.
5: Chuck Norris doesn't listen to Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty listen to Chuck Norris. Armstrong and Getty.
1: slash iHeart.